Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Alright, so thank you for tuning in to Chomp at the Bit. I'm Kyle Edwards, of course. Now, this episode, I'm going to take a look at a, a different topic where, of course, it's still sports related, but instead of looking at the actual you know, action on the field or the court or whatever, so we're at the point where the NHL is having their all-star game this weekend, as well as their festivities around it. We have the NFL, which uh, was the other night, had their you know all-star events plus the Pro Bowls this weekend. NBA just did their all-star voting, which, I mean, I'll do a different episode on the all-star voting for the NBA because there are some things I want to talk about with that, but that won't be a part of this episode. So with those three kind of happening, it got me to thinking... Which pro sport does the best job with their all-star game as well as the events around the all-star game? And now I'm going to look at five professional leagues. Most people look at, you know, consider four pro sports in America. But I consider the MLS as the new professional sport. I think it's grown enough in popularity that it needs to be considered. So I'm going to look at... You know, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, uh, NHL, MLS. See who does it best. So when I'm ranking these, what I'm looking at is, one, the game that they put forth, you know. Is it competitive? Is it watchable? The format. You know, see how all that comes together to produce an all-star game. But... You know, now that we're at the point where that's not all that entails in their all-star week, weekend, whatever. Because all these leagues have like a skills competition that goes with it. So that has to be factored into this as well. So I'm looking at that to see, you know, what events they have. Do the events correlate kind of to the sport and the skills that they require and maybe well I think I'd probably take into account how it looks on TV and also I think a big part of it is who participates in those events so like I said I've got them ranked from 5 to 1 I think I did a pretty good job ranking them. I'll explain why I put them in each spot as well, of course. But, um, you know, as I get into this, you know, definitely let me know at the end of the episode what you think. Uh, do you agree with my ranking? Do you, uh, if you have a different ranking, let me know what you think about that as well. So, 
go ahead get into these let's see like i said you know how well i did with them so number five i think the weakest all-star festivities and game and all that gotta be major league baseball now the game itself closely represents a regular game so they don't really lose too much in that aspect now i you know few years ago when they had the tie game because the you know i think the american league ran out of pitchers or something that was embarrassing yes but for the most part you get a legit baseball game you know you get some fun moments in you know during the broadcast with players mic'd up and all that kind of stuff so the game itself it's it's fun it's fine to watch the issue i have with baseball is outside of the game all you get are the home run derby which is fine i get that and the celebrity softball game that's basically all you get so yes the home run derby you know baseball does not have a hard time getting its biggest names to to show up for it which is a plus for them because as you'll see with some other leagues they do have a little bit of trouble with that but um I think they could they could add events, which I think would make baseball, you know, clearly move up my list, one. But two, help with their issue that a lot of people say, you know, baseball has a, a you know, lack of ability in promoting young stars or even their stars itself. Because as I said on here before, you know, most people think Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. But if Mike Trout were to walk down the street, I feel like 90% of you know America would not even know it was him. So, so ways I think baseball could help itself. Like I said, home run derby, fine, love it. Uh, they they you know tinker with it every couple of years or so, and I'm fine with that. But. I think on top of that, they should do something like you know, fastest man on the base path type thing. You know, maybe time a guy going, you know, around the bases or time first to third, something like that. You know, showcase your fastest players, you know, like Billy Hamilton and guys like that. Or maybe fastest double play duo. You know, you get second baseman shortstop pairs go out there you know hit a ground ball to one of them see how quickly they could turn a double play um like an outfield assist type of event where you know you have a guy out in right field try to make an accurate throw to third or something like that i i think like i said i think there's ways to add events to the MLB experience that would make it more popular. I mean, those are just a couple off the top of my head. I'm sure there's other ones in there. Um, oh, I guess for pitchers. So this is interesting because you could easily do the fastest pitch, but I don't know if teams want to risk a pitcher going out there and trying to, you know, gun it, possibly, you know, rip up their shoulder or something. I don't know. But maybe you do like a precision 
pitch type of thing. You know, see what pitcher has the best control, like painting the corners or something like that. Or you put up like some display, uh, highlight a certain section of strike zone, see how accurate a pitcher can be making a pitch to that zone. You know, something like that. Um, so yeah, so baseball, I think just needs to add events like that. Um, I'm sure if you gave me more time, I could think of more events. Those are just the ones I thought of like right off the top of my head. So five, I have baseball Four, I've got the NBA. Now this one hurts because I'm a big NBA fan, but their all-star weekend needs to get better because now one the game the game used to be one of the worst because you know it was just basically you know pass to a guy people get out the way dunk which is fine because that's what you know fans at the NBA all-star game a lot of kids and stuff they like seeing that fine but you do want to see the game be competitive um, I do think the way that they have it now makes it more competitive where, you know, they have like that Elam ending thing. So you're not seeing ridiculous scores. Oh, you still get pretty high scoring games, but at least with the Elam ending, it kind of puts a finite end to it. Yes, the play on the court is still kind of, you know, street ballish, but... There's only so much you can do. Biggest issue with NBA are the events. For me, when I watch All-Star Weekend, the event I care about the most, three-point contest. Because I know with the three-point contest, the best three-point shooters, for the most part, are going to be in it. So the competition is there to see who's the best three-point shooter for that season. You know, we've seen Steph Curry do it several times. Klay Thompson do it. Um, you know, Kyle Korver. You know, guys who are known as three-point shooters have done the competition. They get into it. They, you know, they go all out to win it. That's perfect. The, the what's, it, what's it called? I think they just called the skill competition. The one where they, you know, dribble through the obstacle, do the bounce pass, uh, you know, make the layup, you know, uh, rebound their ball, go down to the other and make a three. Love that one. And I even like the fact that they do big men versus your, you know, traditional guards and go up against each other. I think that was a perfect touch to that event, which has made it probably the second best event behind the three-point contest. Big problem is NBA All-Star Weekend was built off of the slam dunk contest. Problem is, most years they put four guys in it that you barely recognize because a lot of the big names don't do it. And we know that there's one special big name that's never done it throughout their career. I'm sure most of you could you know could guess who it is, but LeBron. But um anyway, so for the fact that the guy that a lot of people considers the best player for this generation here hasn't done any either the dunk contest or the three-point contest, even though he's not a great shooter. 
I think it's kind of held back the events. Now, some dunk contests have been great. The one a couple years ago with Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine. Perfect. The We all remember the one Vince Carter did where he basically put on a show by himself. Perfect. Problem is, those years are so far, well, so few and far between that it's just not good anymore. Like this year. Do you know who's even in it this year? Probably don't. I mean, it's what, Obi Toppin, okay. Cole Anthony, which to be honest with you, I didn't even know Cole Anthony was a dunker like that. But we'll see how that goes. Um, the other two people I can't remember, so and I'm not going to look it up. It's not worth it. But the lack of star power dunk contest kills it. Because imagine you could get John Morant, great dunker in game. If he did one, that would put it, you know, put it as must watch TV. But it just doesn't happen. Um, I do think the NBA maybe could add some events, maybe. Um, all I can really think of is the horse competition that they did. Was it 2020 when it was, you know, pandemic and all that and sports had stopped. So they put the horse competition together just to get some something for people to watch problem was it was done at each player's home and the tv production in it it was boring i mean yes we got to see you know trey young's driveway where he was shooting in but it was boring to watch if they could bring that to the actual you know all-star arena with the fans there i think they could have something because imagine you're doing horse, Steph Curry's in it, and he does his uh, pregame shot where he like kind of goes up into the crowd and shoots from some spot that he picks. Imagine getting that with an arena full of fans. I think the fans would go crazy for it. Why the NBA hasn't put the, put that in, you know, to the All Star Weekend? I don't know yet, but that's kind of what knocks down the NBA for me. Three, I have the NFL. Now, if you think the NBA All-Star Game is bad to watch. Bumble and Bumble Seaweed's invigorating shower ritual feels like an escape. Start with nutrient-infused shampoo and conditioner. The formula infused with royal sugar kelp, green microalgae, and Pacific sea kelp helps keep your scalp hydrated. Then open your jar of seaweed whipped scalp scrub to add two times more shine to your hair instantly. And before you head out, use seaweed air dry cream to give your hair that effortless beach look. Make your shower feel like an oasis with the Bumble and Bumble Seaweed Collection. Dive in now at bumbleandbumble.com.
The Pro Bowl is basically unwatchable. And it's no fault of the NFL. It's just that you're putting guys who at this point will now have gone 17 games in a regular season. Some of these guys will have played three games in a playoff. Because the only, you know, the only players who don't go to the Pro Bowl are obviously the ones who are in the Super Bowl. So you can have guys who have played 20 games. Now you're going to put them in a Pro Bowl that doesn't, you know, mean anything and expect them to go 100%. I'm not even knocking the Pro Bowl for that. I think the issue is that they're presenting the Pro Bowl as like a regular football game, but you're going to get probably 180 degrees the other direction of an actual football game. But that's fine because I don't really know how you fix that unless you do flag football. Maybe guys would go a little bit more at it with that because one, you're not wearing all the pads and stuff. I think flag football gives them the opportunity maybe to have a little bit more fun with it. Now, of course, if some guy, you know, tore his knee playing flag football, which we did see, well, it was Robert Edwards a while ago, but that was a sand football game on a beach. So I think NFL was onto something with that. It was just that the sand aspect became a variable that they didn't factor for, which tore up the guy's knee. And once that happened, you know, other players would never have done that game again. But I think if you do bring that concept to the Pro Bowl, I think they'll have, actually have something there that people would watch. Pro Bowl events themselves, the NFL is getting better with them as they are adding events to it. Because this, well, this one that just happened a couple of nights ago, they added the fastest man, which is great. I think the NFL needs to go a little bit further. Because right now they have fastest man they have like the precision throw where um quarterbacks are throwing through like little hoops with point values with the opposing corner trying to block them good event they have the quarterback skills challenge with the targets that they're trying to hit good event they added the like the catch one where wide receivers are trying to make the most spectacular catch good event I think the NFL just has to add maybe two more events one would be the old quarterback challenge from I think that was the 90s where quarterbacks try to show off their their arm where they would um, you know grab the football drop back and just air it out I think they should bring that back why they got rid of that one I don't know basically the old was that QB challenge I think two I think they should do something for kickers because it was like five or so years ago where they tried the like horse version for kickers which got boring to watch so I think for kickers they should do something now this you can incorporate the technology from the Nickelodeon broadcast I don't know if any of you have ever watched it but when a kicker is about to kick a field goal they put up you know, Spongebob or Patrick or some other Nickelodeon character and once the ball's kicked if it's good you know the character smiles if it's, if it's a miss they frown 
if they could use that technology but with a point value now we can see you know who's the most accurate kicker because if they kick it down the middle it's more points than you know making it just inside the upright or whatever uh, this is well, I'm taking this from the Madden games from I think the late 2000s where they had that as one of the challenges you could do with a kicker where it was like point values for how accurate you were with your kick I think if they brought that back you get kickers involved and it's a good way and I think it would be better for TV I guess you would set up, you know, balls at like, I don't know, maybe like a 45-yard kick, 50, 55, and then maybe like 60 or something. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. All right. So two, so the three biggest name sports I have off the board already. So that leaves the MLS and NHL for one and two. So two, I'm going MLS. So with the MLS, they've tinkered with their format probably more than any other league. And I think the way they have it now is perfect. So their all-star game is they take their MLS all-stars and they play against some international team, whether it's a a Liga MX, Mexican league team. I believe they've done South American teams. They mainly do European teams, but I think it's a good way to grow the brand of, you know, comparing the MLS, which is an American league. Well, North American league, because there are teams in Canada, Um, North American league versus international style. So you can see the contrast in styles and how, you know, MLS players match up. It's a good way to see that outside of, of course, the U.S. men's national team versus international teams. So I like that format to it. Only thing is, you know, a lot of times because the MLS game, when it happens, it's like preseason for a lot of European teams. So, you know, there's a little bit of a variable there, but it's still a great format. Their events, they... I mean, they go all out with them. You know, they have like the crossbar challenge, which, you know, they pair, they go the MLS versus whoever they're playing to see who could hit the crossbar the most, which is like a legit skill set for, you know, soccer training. It's like a little soccer side game that they play. So they brought that to it. They have like their uh, passing challenges. They have like the cross challenge where like a teammate floats across into you and you try to, you know, kick it out of the air into the goal. They have their target challenge. They have all that. So they have a wide variety of events and they all apply to the game of soccer, like what you would see in a game that, you know, may come up. And I think because of that, it's a really, really entertaining MLS game and, you know, I don't I guess skills weekend type to watch. And of course, as the MLS continues to grow in popularity, like I don't know ratings wise how all of these do because I didn't look at that because I didn't want to factor that in. But I would not be shocked if the MLS one in terms of ratings 
is on the uptick um, over the past few years. Would not be surprised by it. So now that leaves us with oh, so with the MLS, I couldn't really think of anything that I would add to it. Um, I mean, I guess in terms of the All Star Game, if they want to throw in just East versus West, like every few years, maybe that'd be a change that they could do. But in terms of bigger events, like I said, I couldn't think of anything to really. Um, yeah, I can't think of anyone to really add to it. So that's number two for me. Number one, I got the NHL. So with the NHL, they. The biggest thing they have going for them is they are always changing up things. Uh, their all-star game used to be East versus West, which was fine. But now they've changed it to division versus division format. And I think that's been perfect because now you're getting not just who's the best East or West. It's coming down to the all-stars broken down by their division. So the Atlantic division, the Atlantic division all-stars play as one team. The Metropolitan plays as another team. Trying to remember the division names. Uh, I think it's what the Central and the Pacific. So it's four teams within their All-Star, you know, game. Those four teams go up against each other to see which division is the best in the league. I think it's like I said, it's been great. And then they use that same format for their All-Star events for most of them. But they're also always adding new events changing them a little bit because like i said they just had theirs last night they had it in vegas which was perfect for the nhl and so what they added was they had guys taking shots at you know large playing cards to try to get to 21 blackjack they got blackjack they automatically won but just to get to 21 you know they go over 21 they're out and it was perfect um of course that way you're showing off guys accuracy and you know they were all mic'd up so they could get like a little bit of trash talk in uh they also had i mean they had their normal ones you know fastest skater great hardest shot great they get their um goalies involved with like the breakaway challenge where that's division on division so you have atlantic division goalies with metropolitan skaters trying to score on them great they bring in a like legit competition aspect where divisions are looking to be the best at these events and it's 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 done well now the nhl makes a lot of mistakes in other ways but their all-star game i gotta say is the best out of the five and it's weird that the nhl and mls are probably the two maybe least popular but their all-star games are that much better maybe that plays into it because they try to do so much to bring in more popularity i don't know but that's my ranking so from five to one uh major league baseball uh nba basketball three so four nba three national football league two mls soccer and then one the best all-star game festivities and all that nhl hockey right now hockey has the best one
like I said, if these other leagues kind of follow what I said for them, this list could change next year. And we will revisit it, of course, probably next year. But, um, but yeah, those are my rankings. So, like I said, uh, beginning of this episode, let me know what you think. Do you agree with my five through one? How would you rate them? And if you agree with my suggestions to make them better. But, um, so yeah, just wanted to go ahead and, you know, talk about that. But, um, looking up for, I guess, the rest of the weekend into next week, we'll talk about NBA trade rumors because there's a big rumor that's out there that I want to talk about. Like I said, the NBA All Star voting. I want to talk about that? Um, NFL coaching carousel. Talk about that as well because a couple of other jobs have been filled. I think five out of the nine are filled right now. Um, so we'll look at that with that tying the whole Brian Flores thing. And um, yeah, now we'll just go from there. So. As I say at the end of every episode, thank you for tuning in. Hopefully you, hopefully you liked it and you know, hit the like button, subscribe, follow the show, uh, follow me on Twitter at chomp it podcast, interact that way. Uh, if you watch these on YouTube, hit the notification bell. That way you'll know when new episodes drop, but you know, uh, leave a comment, review, all that stuff really helps out. So do that but have a great day be safe uh god bless i'll catch you next episode all right i'm out why why if you have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why Why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion 